six, make me drip. Whoa, for my dog, hit a lick. And welcome back. It is week three. Yeah, week, week three. three. Week three of the Talk It Up Sports Podcast. You are rocking with Jeff Lighty and Mark Webster, aka Webby Webb, Webby Webb. AKA, aka Live Five, aka yeah. my Neo. Let's go. Yeah. And we are here to talk to you all all about what's happening yeah. in this week's edition of sports going around across the country. We're gonna start, get right into it. The NFL, because you know it's it's buzzing. We in week week what twelve of the NFL mm-hmm. season, yep. and a lot of things are going on. But one thing that is for sure, and it's been for sure all year, is that the Saints look like the best team in football. What's your what's your thoughts on the New Orleans Saints right yeah, now? Yeah, the New Orleans Saints, they're on a roll. They're on a roll. I had an opportunity to actually, you know, to watch them, you know, Thanksgiving weekend, and I thought it was one of those games where they handed they handed to Atlanta. And yeah, I th- and I thought it was one of those things. They're ready. Yeah, they're ready. So I. I most respect to the Saints. The New Orleans Saints are playing on a different level. And the reason why I say this is because now you got the Chiefs, you got the Rams, you got, you know, the, the Patriots or the Steelers or whoever. Yep. But the Saints are playing not only lights out football as far as offensively, but defensively they're stopping people. Now, I didn't put too much stock into this Atlanta game, right? Yep. Because Atlanta's dealing with a lot of injuries. Atlanta's just not that good. But the New Orleans Saints did hand it to them. Now, now Mark, if I if I'm talking to you, Outside of the Saints right now, who do you think? Because I think it's pretty clear cut that everybody thinks they're number one. Who is the team that has the best chance of beating the Saints? Out in the NFC, just correct. period. Oh, period. In a period. You're talking about a Super Bowl matchup or in the NFC. Who do you think's got the best chance of knocking out the Saints? Right now, I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got yeah, it. Here, yeah, yes, yeah. the, the Dallas Cowboys. And they do play yeah. this Thursday. Let's do they play this yeah. Thursday. But what do you I, say? What I believe makes you say I Dallas? believe Dallas is a team that you know everyone's. They haven't. They haven't. Okay, earlier in the season they really haven't found their offense. Now the Dak's starting to play well. You know Zeke's starting to play well, and the offensive line they're starting to block better. I feel like this Dallas is going to be a team. First of all, they gotta they gotta win enough games to make the playoffs. First of all, yeah, they're leading yeah, the division. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I think it's one of those th- those teams you have to watch for because when it comes to experience, you know, we we know the history behind Dallas. Yeah, and it's gonna become it's gonna come down to between history and that hard knocks, you know, hard knocks football. So I'm gonna go with Dallas, man. Dallas has yeah. absolutely because look, no shot yeah. to beat the Saints. <laughs> let's, let's throw that out there. So Dallas you, has no shot of beating the Saints. They play no them shot. This, they play them this week, right? So we'll get a we'll get a, like you said. Dallas is fighting for their playoff lives. Let's yeah. the, that, let's leave that alone because. But this Thursday we'll get a glimpse of how the Cowboys do match up with New Orleans since they do play this week. It'll be a primetime game. It's a game that'll receive a lot of ratings, you know. And we'll see how the Cowboys with Dak and Zeke and Lawrence, who's been talking a lot of smack. Yeah. Um, let's see how they match up with Drew Brees and those boys. The team to me to beat that I think could knock off the Saints is the Chiefs. I think the the Kansas oh, City Chiefs, they listen, hear me out. Okay. With five turnovers, they still were in position to beat the Rams. The Rams is supposed to be the second best team in the NFC outside of, and some would argue are better than the Saints, whatever. But the Chiefs had five turnovers, still scored over 50 points and had a chance to beat the the uh, Rams late. Yeah. I think now granted, the Super Bowl is not going to be played in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Now, if they play in New Orleans, I'm giving it to the Saints all day. Yeah. But the Super Bowl is played at a neutral site. And that's why I think at a neutral site that the Chiefs have a chance. And then that game against the Rams was played in L.A. I think the Chiefs on a neutral site or at home can be anybody um, anybody that lines up against them. I think they have just too much talent, especially on the offensive side with Patty Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. You can go on and on. 
I think the Chiefs on any given Sunday can beat the Saints, can beat anybody. Despite their recent playoff history. Despite the recent playoff history, Andy Reid. I Andy, think as long as they have Andy Reid there, they're not going to be. They're oh not going to be that. Yeah. They're not going to be that team. See, here's the yeah. thing though with Andy Reid, right? So Andy Reid's been coaching for nearly a 20 years, two decades, and has never won a Super Bowl. Okay, I get that. But Andy Reid has never had a quarterback this good. I think Patrick Mahomes is top three most talented quarterbacks in the entire NFL. And I, I do agree I, with you. I, I, think, I, I can, I can. I, I do I can not say that. think there's three quarterbacks that have more pure talent. Than Patrick Mahomes. Now, granted, you—he's like talent, and you gotta cradle it sometimes because yeah. sometimes he gets out of control. Sometimes he he believes too much in his arm. Sometimes he thinks he can do too much, and that's why and that's why he has games like against the Rams. He has mm-hmm. five turnovers, yeah. but he also has forty touchdowns. You know, he can throw six touchdowns like he did. So I think the more you mold Andy Reid, gets to mold that talent. They stake they have one of the more creative offenses in the entire league. Yep. I think the Chiefs are just they're their special team. They're definitely a team, you know, a team to watch out for this year because they're different from last year. I know you I know we are on the Saints real quick, but I just want to look at their schedule real quick real quick. They got the Cowboys, they have the Buccaneers, they have the Panthers, they have the Steelers. And they have the Panthers again. That Steelers matchup. Beware, Jeff. Beware. The Steelers. 23rd. See, here's Christmas my, might come early for six birds. Here, here is my thing with Pittsburgh, right? They the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the more talented teams in the entire league. But they drop games like to Denver. Why are you yeah. dropping games to Denver? You should not be losing to Case Keenum in the Denver Broncos. <laughs> you have a late interception by your quarterback. You have a guy dropping the ball in the end zone, and then Connor drop. I mean, just three unforced turnovers. Those things aren't supposed to be happening for a team that is as good as Pittsburgh. And it's years, years as tell, years to tell with Pittsburgh. It's always those games. I mean, looking looking back, we have teams like Oakland. We play Oakland when the Steelers play Oakland. When they played uh, Indianapolis, well, usually when they play Indianapolis, you know the results of that game. But it's always they play they play down to their to their talent, like to the uh, raw, not to the talent, but to the, the level schedule. of the competition. Yeah, level of the competition. I say, speaking of Steelers, we got some Steelers talk, right? What is going on? This is your boy Webby Webb, also known as Mark Webster Jr., and we are on week two of Steelers Talk. Last week we had we had Thanksgiving, so we had to step away from the podcast. But John, what's up, man? Uh, not much, Webby Webb. Had a good Thanksgiving. How about yourself? Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. But I'm sure they want to hear some Steelers Talk, right? That's right. So let's give them what they've been missing. We have couple you know three games to talk about starting with the jacksonville game versus the pittsburgh steelers 20 to 16 pittsburgh game winning drive big ben doing big ben things looking like the real big ben yes. it was fantastic what's your take on that i tell you what webby Webb, my heart was beating out of my chest all yeah. day watching that that was the three interceptions from ben i was like yes. oh man is it just jacksonville we can't get over and the thing was jacksonville's defense is, isn't nearly as good as they have been right but you know our defense came to play. Javon Hargrave and T.J. Watt both had two sacks on the on the day, but like you said, Ben Big Ben pulled it out in the end. Like I said, heart coming out of my chest. He's gonna blow his knees out diving for the goal line. <laughs> yeah. You know they review it. I'm nervous, thinking, oh, it's not gonna count as a touchdown, but in the end, it showed up and we had it done. Yeah. Twenty to sixteen, they capitalized, right? Capitalized. Capital- well, we did not. Capitalize against the Broncos. Moving forward, the Denver Broncos versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. That game was played on 11-25, and we lost the game 24-17. to 
that was a game that were actually came down to you know the final seconds, which would you know Pittsburgh had the ball, you know the two yard line, tie, they could tie the game, but playmaking, yeah, I big don't know time players going making on, big they, time play. They you're gonna throw the ball on the goal line. It's just like Seattle years back when they passed it and Malcolm Butler intercepted it. But this time, instead of a defensive back doing it, he does. Big Ben throws an interception to a defensive lineman. Defensive lineman. It's like, I don't know what's going on with Ben in that game. It's because, like, literally, from the 97-yard, you know, touchdown, throw to Juju, who has been playing lights out. We'll get we'll talk a little bit more about him later on. Right. But literally, you know, it was one of those things where I thought we had it. We came out swinging, you know, the uh, you know, the, before we ended the half with the you know the Boswell, you know, the Boswell fake you know field goal that yeah. was very good Sweet, play man. calling. And I was like, you know, we we really would we really we really had the game, you know, solidified. But tell two play, halves. You, yeah, you have to play a full game, and I really want. I won't harp too much on it, given the fact that, you know, it. we still have a couple game leads over the Baltimore Ravens, who are now, you know, starting to get hot. Starting to get hot with Lamar Jackson, but that, that's that's really irrelevant. Right, like us, you said, we, we kind of have the cushion there where we, we could lose this game. You never want to lose any game, mm-hmm. but we had the cushion where we could lose this game and still be in the driver's seat going in the next week. But like you said, tell two halves, uh, Big Ben was 41 of 56 for 462 with one touchdown. And two interceptions. Like I said, I've never seen a performance like that in my lifetime where a guy throws for 462 and has one touchdown. Uh, James Conner was a non-factor. 13 carries, 53 yards. Like I said, you got to get fumbled. fumbled. Like I said, we did not capitalize. First scoring drive of the game, Boswell gets a kick block. We have Xavier Grimble break out off off a big catch. Fumbles at the goal line. James Conner getting us into the red zone. Fumbles. So three big possessions there where we could have scored and put us ahead in this game. Did not capitalize. And Juju Smith-Schuster again showed up with 13 receptions, 189 yards. Defense played well, but like I said, when we talk about defenses, Denver has a great defense. The only thing our defense didn't really do was cover Phillip Lindsay as he, yeah. he run for over like 114 yards. Yeah. But for us, offensively, Juju Smith-Schuster showed up, and you got some facts on Juju. I yeah, speaking of Juju, Juju now is the most receiving yards in his first 25 career games. You heard me. You know, Juju's a young guy. But you know, there's some there's some heavyweights on that list. You know, Odell at number one, Victor Cruz at number two, and Charlie Brown at number three. Then you got Juju, 2017-2018 season. You know, like I said, like you're talking about, Juju's a young 1, guy. One thousand nine hundred and seventy-two. He's balling. There's there's no he's doubt about it. He's yeah. he's a young guy. He's our age. You know, he's maybe even younger than us. Yeah. But he's out there killing the game right now. And he's on the same list as Odell. Odell's one of the elite receivers in the NFL, even and though the Victor Giants Cruz. are awful. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and then Victor Cruz played great for the Giants in his career. Then Charlie Brown in the 80s was a good receiver for the Redskins, was a two-time Pro Bowler, mm-hmm. uh, Super Bowl but champion. Falcons too, right? Yeah, Falcons yeah. also. Yeah. But, um, yeah, That's, for Juju to be on that list at this yeah. young of an age is crazy. And he's got Steelers. He's tied the Steelers long for touchdown with a 97-yard touchdown. was a crazy play in that mm-hmm. game against the Broncos. He's got two of those already yeah. in his career. So you just yeah. got a bright future ahead. Yeah, Steelers, the Lions, that was pretty yeah. dope. Steelers got Steelers have had a few uh, have had a past of crazy good receivers, and we talk about all these players. We got Big Ben showing up. Yeah, James Conner there is he there? Had Le'Veon Bell in the past. He may or may not be there if we put that uh, extension tag on him this off season. Yeah. Uh, we talk about Juju Smith-Schuster, this young but crazy we have talented not- guy talked about we forget about Antonio Brown and that's who's going to have a big 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 week against the LA Chargers the LA Chargers and that is the primetime game so 
you know, moving on from the Denver, the, the, I was about to say the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> no. Which are pretty good also. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty, no, but, you know, Denver Broncos, we, we really have to look forward to this primetime matchup, and I think the boys are going to be ready. They're going to be ready. Ben is been in situations like this. It's a primetime guy, but let's not overlook the San, uh, the Los Angeles char- Chargers. So. Yeah, we do not need to look them over, but a kind of something positive we can think about. And like I said, I don't, I don't ever think positively about someone getting injured. Mm-hmm. But the last two weeks, we faced Fournette. He puts up 95 yards against us. Mm-hmm. We faced Philip Lindsay. He puts up 114 yards against our defense. Our, de- our defense, yeah. defense has played well, but seems like running the ball is our weakness. Our run defense is our weakness. Yeah. But like I said, we don't wish injuries upon anyone. But Melvin Gordon has got an MCL sprain, mm-hmm. and he's he's day to day, possibly may may miss this game this week. So our defense doesn't have to worry necessarily about one of the Pro Bowl running backs in the league, but they do have a stout backup in Aaron Eckler. Mm-hmm. So we do have to show up and still play. Phillip Rivers is there. He's, He's always been. contributed his whole career. Same draft class as Ben Roethlisberger and Eli. Those three quarterbacks have been very successful in their career. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Phillip Rivers last week, he was like 25 of 25 consecutive passes, didn't miss an inc- didn't have an incompletion. They have players on the outside, Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to have to show up and play. Defense is great with Bosa and Ingram. Uh, the secondary is pretty good. So still, it's not going to be just show up and it's going to be a cakewalk. Here's my money. I'll take this W. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, not going to be nothing like that. So we're going to have to show up and we're going to have to play. And we'll just have to see what happens. Most definitely. And if we look at the records, you know, they're, we're, let's, see, let's, let's, check, let's check some stuff out. Literally, you know, they're sitting at, what is it, 8-3 and three right yeah. now. So this is a good position game for us. You know, we handle business. Right. We were getting that the upper edge. So Right. We got we gotta go in and we gotta handle our business because after this week, you know, we got Oakland coming up, we got New England coming up, we got New Orleans coming up. So when we play stout competition this week, it's gonna set us up for our future. And when it comes to prediction, Mark, I'm gonna go twenty four twenty one with Boswell hitting the hitting the the time expiring field goal at the end. Twenty four twenty one. What about 24, you? Twenty four. I'm gonna say close game. I'm gonna say seventeen to ten. Smash mouth football. Smash, okay. smash mouth football. You heard it here first. Steelers talk with my boy John Reynolds. Keeping it keeping it a stack with you. That's right. That's that Steelers talk right there. Yeah we 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 out here repping Steelers Nation Webby Will. Steelers Nation. Let's go. So we just covered a lot of the NFL. You yep. had your Pittsburgh talk. Now let's transition into some more of the college football. So the okay. college football playoff rankings came out on Tuesday. You got Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Georgia rounding out the top four. The, they're the first four in. The next two out, you got Oklahoma and Ohio State. So Alabama, so it's championship weekend. Yep. Every team is in play except right. every team that's in the top six is in play except Notre Dame. They're an independent school. They're twelve and zero. They're in. Boom! They punch their ticket. It's kind of. I don't know about that. I mean, they yeah. play, well, they're in, they already punched the ticket. They're, yeah, they're in. They punch their ticket. Clemson will play in the ACC championship. That won't be a game. They punch their ticket. Alabama, I think, has a guaranteed seat. Mm-hmm. Whether they lose to Georgia or they beat Georgia, I mean, they're going to be in because there's not a playoff. I mean, Shannon Sharp calls it the Alabama invitation. There's not a playoff without Alabama. But let's let's put this hypothetical scenario that we think is going to happen, right? Let's say Alabama beats Georgia like they're supposed to. That last spot, Oklahoma wins, Ohio State wins. 
Who gets in and why? Why do you think Oklahoma deserves it or Ohio State deserves it over the other? Well, first of all, I've, I've got to go with the Buckeyes. Despite the loss to Purdue, I mean, you're going to have those type of losses. So we're talking about a 29-point loss to yeah, another yeah. ranked Purdue team. Uh, yeah, but, Purdue team that went 6-6, six and six, but keep going. Yeah, but this Purdue team, you know, they're on the rise, though. 6-6, six six, they're still 6-6. Six six. Yeah. They got beat 41-10 to in Minnesota, but keep going. Keep yeah, going. I okay. I what you this, this Ohio State team, I mean, look what they did to Michigan, they though. They did do that they to Michigan. They did that to Michigan. Michigan. They didn't do that to Michigan. They did that to Michigan. This is very and true. I believe it's one of those things where, you know, uh, all-purpose receiver, you know, Terry McLaurin, he's, he's been playing great, lights great out. Guy. And different, the offense is starting to come into his peak, and they're like, they're playing, okay, yeah, we lost to Purdue, and uh, on the road, on the road. on the road, it was on the road. It was it yeah. was like a track a trap game to say the least, just because you know Purdue's living up to the you know first you know, big primetime game against Ohio State, highly ranked. You know DJ Bandcamp's out there rocking. I mean, literally, th- this game had every marks of upset on it. It sounds good. Yeah, it, it mean, sounds good. But the despite you know the uh, the large margin of uh, defeat, twenty nine yeah, points. Yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine points. Yeah, twenty nine <laughs> points. I still think Ohio State, if Oklahoma. It's to, you know, slip up and they got Texas. Though. They do get Texas. They got Texas. It's not an easy game. Oklahoma, you know, slips up against Texas. And it's not an easy. It's not a guaranteed win for Ohio State neither because, like yeah. we said, they lost to Purdue. They play Northwestern. And yeah. So it's not a, not a guaranteed. Yeah. But let's just say, but we're saying hypothetical is both of them win. So you got Ohio First, State. Yeah, I'm going to go to Ohio State just because of experience. I know what they'll do in that uh, in the playoffs. You think you know what they'll do. I know. <laughs> I, no, I'm confident. I know what they'll well, do. Well, let's yeah. remember Ohio State was in the playoff last year and they got yeah. skunked <laughs> by Clemson. Let's never forget that. But yeah. Okay. I'm going with Oklahoma, right? You're going to go Oklahoma. Because here's my, here's my thing. Boomer Sooner. I'm going with it. And I like Ohio State. I am essentially almost an Ohio State, Ohio State fan. Yeah. But here is why I'm picking the Sooners over Ohio State. One, because I have Kyler Murray. He's my Heisman winner. I yeah. think Kyler Murray deserves the Heisman. I think Tua's going to win it. But I think Kyler Murray deserves it because he is such a dynamic athlete, such a dynamic player. Oklahoma, what I know from Oklahoma is that they're going to score 50 on whoever they play. I don't care if it's Clemson, Ohio State, uh, uh, Notre Dame, Alabama. They're going to score 50 points. They may give up 80. (laughs) They may give up 80 because they have the worst defense I think I've ever seen in my life. But they have such a special player at quarterback and such special players on offense. I if I'm gonna go out and I want to and I'm gonna see a team because either one of them I think they'll be the four seed and they'll play Bama and I think yeah. either one of them get beats by seventeen or more right I think Ohio State they go in there and play Bama because they're so up and down they so they're so inconsistent they gave up almost three hundred rushing yards to the running back from Maryland they gave up over five hundred yards total to Maryland yep. they they got beat by thirty nine by Purdue so what do you think Tua and them boys from Bama's gonna do if Ohio State never yeah. roll up in there and let's not forget they in that game against Purdue they only scored like twenty one points they only scored 20 something points so here's the thing two and them gonna get up on early and often and they're gonna do damage so i'd rather see if i'm gonna see something if i'm gonna see a team get beat i want to see the team that i know is gonna score a bunch of points and yeah. i know kyler murray cd lamb you know hollywood brown all of them boys, they're gonna go in there and they get they gonna they gonna play their hearts out on offense now they're gonna give up a whole bunch of points a whole bunch <laughs> of touchdowns but i'd rather see that and, and the fact that their only loss on the season is a three-point loss to texas which they're gonna avenge this Wait, week who'd you say again it was the texas who, who'd you say again they had a three-point loss <laughs> to texas which yeah. they're gonna avenge oh, this we're weekend gonna, we're gonna see they're I'm, going to avenge that loss this weekend i'd rather see oklahoma in the playoff is it it's crazy to say this people might be like man webby web what are you talking about you really think that texas is going to go ahead and pull this upset you really think this it, it really wouldn't be a, of a big upset because they have their numbers. They have the blueprint. They know what it takes to beat Oklahoma. Keontae Ingram, he's ready. 
Uh, I he's mean, ready. That, he's ready. Now, Jeff, he's ready. I'm not. I'm not sleeping on Texas, right? Like, I'm not saying Oklahoma's just gonna go in there and yeah. wipe the floor with Texas. Texas is gonna give them a hard fought game. I think Oklahoma owes Texas. I think Calamari owes Texas. Do you remember the last time Oklahoma and Texas played? Oklahoma yeah. was down 21 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I was watching this game, and this is why and I think Calamari yeah. is the Heisman. I single-handedly watched the five-eight dude back there at quarterback, number one on his jersey. Put on a clinic, and it was every yeah. time they're up. Texas was up twenty-one points. Kyler Murray scored that first touchdown, and they were like, "Oh my god! Like we're gonna lose." Yeah, this I game. really thought it was over. They, right they yeah. was gonna lose this game because he just kept scoring and scoring, and then went to overtime. And this man was just—I mean, no, it didn't go to overtime. They because uh, Oklahoma's defense is historically bad that they drove all the way down the field and kicked the field goal. But like I said, I'd rather see Oklahoma over Ohio State in the playoff. But that's just me. Um, that's all we got. Yeah, really. Yeah. That's what we're gonna have to figure out. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. After Saturday, we'll know. Like it'll be clear by Tuesday. We'll know the four teams. But like we said, we know. Uh, we know Bama's in it no matter what. Whether yeah. win or lose, I think they're gonna win. Because if they lose to Georgia, they'll just go from one to four. Mm-hmm. Georgia will move up. Clemson will be number one. Clemson, they got a pretty much a cakewalk in that ACC championship game. Notre Dame's punched their ticket. They're undefeated. Yep. And they beat like five ranked teams on the season. And now that last spot is it's a three way. It's a three way. You know. T- three teams fighting for one spot. You got Oklahoma. It's gonna be. Got, it's gonna be a good weekend. It's, it's gonna be it's an gonna amazing be really weekend. weekend of college football. So yeah. just flipping the switch on college football. We'll just wrap wrap this up really quick with a couple a couple points on the basketball season. Uh, it's really early, right? In the oh, NBA hi, season, it's really early in the NBA season. But we see the Los Angeles Clippers are the one seed in the NBA. What's your thoughts on that, really quick? Like you said, it's early, so I mean, it's only time to tell. But they're playing, they're playing lights out, though. They're playing lights out. They're moving the ball around on the perimeter. You know, different guys are getting up different shots. I, I like what the Clippers are doing thus far, but like you said, it's early, so it's very I'm, I'm kind of indecisive on this. Uh, I don't buy the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy the Clippers yeah, I mean, at we, all. We're gonna see. Oklahoma's. I mean, not Oklahoma City. Golden State is the team to beat. That's all we need to say. About yeah, the really though. Right now. So we'll leave that alone. Just really quick before we wrap up, thoughts on college basketball? We got. The Duke Blue Devils, they're putting on a clinic. They're the team to talk about. But outside mm-hmm. of Duke, uh, Duke won. Uh, we had the ACC Big Ten Challenge. There was some great games in that. Louisville, Louisville, Michigan State was a big upset. You had Duke putting on a show. But who was your, who is the team right now that's impressing you so far in college basketball? Why can the Kansas Jayhawks not get their credit, Jeff? <laughs> Why can the Kansas Jayhawks not get their credit? So what's happening? I, honestly, Let's- as good of a program as Kansas is, I'm kind of sleeping on Kansas. Let me know something about Kansas then. Well, first of all, first first of all, Bill Self is 17 of 14 since 2013, you know, versus the top 10. It's pretty good. Simple. That's that's, that's pretty, over good. 500. It's pretty and, good. And literally, it's a winning record. And so you mean to tell me, despite what Duke is doing, Kansas ranked number 2. You're going to supply, you're going to have Gonzaga pass Kansas. Oh, Gonzaga can be number one, though. Gonzaga yeah. definitely deserved to be number one. Yeah, but out of respect for Kansas, who played a lights-out game against, you know, they played Tennessee, they played Michigan State. I mean, those are two top ten teams There's right there. Why can't teams. they get the respect and say, hey, mind you, they're number two. I can see if they were sitting number three. But uh, is this Duke? Okay, so. What, so what you- here's, what, here's what happened. Duke blew – so at the beginning of the season, Kansas had there – was, there was two top ten matchups the first night of the season, mm-hmm. right? It was Kansas, Michigan State was the early game. Then Kansas obviously won that. Yep. And then it was Duke, Kentucky was number two versus number four. Duke was the number four team. Mm-hmm. Duke beat them so bad, <laughs> right, so bad, put on such a clinic that we got to – I mean, we household names like R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson – 
were already household names, but then they went out there and put on this performance that they had to be number one, right? Gotcha. You beat the number two team in the country by 34 points. You, you had to be number beat. one, right? Yeah. And so Gonzaga-Duke play, which is another great top three matchup, and Gonzaga beats Duke pretty hit i mean not yeah. they didn't blow them out but they controlled the game that's Why film you, right there for different watch, teams exactly but you have to have the talent to do that yeah. well. everybody <laughs> can do that everybody ain't got good yeah. talent. but <laughs> and, did. And, and so um yeah indiana sure yeah. did so they put together such a dominant not really a dom but like the fact that duke seems so much better than everybody else and then gonzaga kind of controlled the game the entire length of the game yeah duke almost made a late comeback you know but they you almost had to put them number one. But like I said, it's early in the college season. But great wins for what's what's gonna bode well in Kansas's favor is that they got those two top ten wins. Yeah. They have a win over Michigan State, you know, and who was in the top ten when they beat them. They have a win over Tennessee, was in the top I was ranked number five when they beat them. So that's gonna bode well come tournament time. Yeah. You know, when when you're looking at tournament, a lot of what a lot of teams what they what hurts them in the seating is mm -hmm. they don't have great non-conference wins with two non-conference top 10 wins that's gonna bode well for kansas in the end and you you mentioned michigan state and i was as i'm looking at michigan state i'm like yeah you know i don't think they're gonna be top 10 after this past week oh no <laughs> yeah. man my cars knocked them out yeah, man that, and that was a surprise that was yeah. a surprise well the thing about just really quick touch on yeah. louisville <laughs> yeah really quick the thing is about louisville is that they play really hard they're not the most talented team i mean of course duke kansas North Carolina, which didn't look that great tonight. But all those teams have more talent. But that Louisville team plays really hard. They play together, and they play hard for their coach. And so that's one thing. But Kansas, that is funny that you say Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of people forget Kansas is the number two team in the country with two top ten wins. So I, I kind of have to agree with you on that, that they're the team that's not getting any love, that deserves some more love, and that is definitely a team that we should look at moving forward. Yeah. But really quick, I guess we have to like, kind of acknowledge it. What are your thoughts on Zion Williamson? Should he be the number one pick, or do you think there's guys that, in college basketball that are better than him? And like I said, Zion, he's a – like they said, he's a freak of athlete. He's, you know – they said he's the next LeBron. I don't know about all that. But, <laughs> there's no but next But we LeBron. have to see – and we have to see uh, – I have to see different players play throughout the season. Once they okay. get in conference play, okay. then I'll make my decision on that. But he is a – right now, right now I say he's top top three. Definitely. Top three. Yes. I don't know who I'll put in front of him, but I know there's – Somebody out there. Yeah. Somebody yeah. No, there's probably the guy this that's on yeah. his team. RJ yeah, yeah. Barrett. RJ Barrett. There, Zion right now, if I was taking – I'd still take Barrett over Zion. Mm -hmm. I, I still want to see Zion go right more. I want to see him shoot a little more, see if his yeah. jump shot's a little more. Jump shot has I mean, some – But yeah. the athleticism, the talent, the potential that is there, the handle, the, the size, the speed – all of that checks all the boxes. I do want to see him go right more. I do want to see him shoot a little more. And that will be where I would decide if I take him number one overall in the draft. Well, that's all we've got today, fellas, guys, ladies and gents. Uh, thank you all for rocking with us today. Yeah. Once again, it is the Talk It Up Sports Podcast. You Come can get check your us talk. In. Yeah, you can Come check us out talk. every week. Oh, uh, it's me. It's Mark. We got John that tunes in. Yeah, every, shout out to week. John. Yeah, yeah. John tunes in. Checks in with us every week with the Steelers Talk. And so thank you all again for continuing to listen to us, continue to support us. We'll see you guys next week.